Welcome back to On the Record. I'm senior producer Melissa Gear in for Sheila Cast. Here's a stoop story from Tammy Oni about systematically going after your dreams. When I was a child, I always knew that I wanted to do three things. I wanted to write music, make movies, and design clothes. Now, as the daughter of African immigrants, you can imagine how excited they were when I came to them with this proposal. (laughs) Ironically, creativity is in my DNA. When I was five years old, my father moved back to Nigeria to pursue his dreams of becoming an architect, leaving me and my mom in the US. My mom also was an entrepreneur, and she has lived many lives in this space. Her first business was owning a cleaning company, but she quit because she said people were just too dirty. (laughs) Her second business was a travel agency where she helped people book international trips way before Expedia. And her third business was a transportation company where she helped people get back and forth to their medical appointments. Now, seeing this growing up, I definitely thought I had a great case as to why I should be able to pursue a creative life, doing things the way that I chose. And so I went to my mom and told her that I wanted to be an artist, and she simply told me that it was not possible because they don't make any money. (laughs) I later found out she was right, but that's besides the point. (laughs) And so, destined and determined to do things on my own and to prove to my mom that I could do the same things that she could, At 15 years old and 10 months, I went and got a job at the only place that would take me seriously, Taco Bell. (laughs) After school in the 10th grade, I would work the night shift from 7 to 10 p.m. And I really liked the fact that I was earning a little bit of money. And so the next year, I got my second job and decided that I would double between the two, working at Sears Outlet, where I would sell refurbished refrigerators, washers and dryers, and microwaves to anybody who would buy them for a little bit of commission. (laughs) I had my first car note when I was 16 years old, and I thought that I was really, really getting an opportunity to become a new adult so that I could move into this creative life. But what I didn't realize is that I was probably doing things that I shouldn't have been. I really wanted to prove to my mom that I could do things on my own. And so when it was time for me to go to college, I couldn't wait to apply to FIT or Pratt or Berkeley. But my mom reminded me that if I really wanted to live a life where I was going to make something of myself, I had to actually pursue STEM. So when I started college, I started as a chemical engineering major. And I can tell you that me and science had anything but chemistry. (laughs) It's not my vibe, as you can tell. I changed my major three times, and finally, just to graduate, I picked psychology. (laughs) To further spite my parents, when I graduated, I decided that I was going to move to a city that would allow me to pursue my dreams as an artist, where I was guaranteed to make zero money. (laughs) New York. (laughs) At 21 years old, I moved to New York with $600, and I got my first job in the meatpacking district, working as a barista, serving beer to people in a beer garden who also hated their jobs. My plan was very simple. I was going to make it as a starting, starving artist, and I was going to blow up and be the biggest person you'd ever seen on any billboards. And so alongside a sound engineer, I'd come up with a plan. I made a friend with a guy who worked at a really big studio. He also wanted to be a producer. And so we made a plan that after I got off of work, we would work in the studio when everyone was gone, and we would write songs together and pitch them to big artists. The only problem is that I got off of work at 3 o'clock in the morning. 
And so when I would get off work at 3 a.m., I would make my way uptown, and we would work in the studio from 3 a.m. until 7 o'clock in the morning. We had to be out before 9 a.m. when the real session started, and we did this every single day for a year. Yeah. <laughs> in true New York fashion, I got attacked on the train by a crazy homeless person, and I decided that I was no longer going to risk my life trying to work late at night. And after talking to a friend, they suggested that I try to get a job in a space that still allowed me to be creative but probably gave me better hours in health insurance. So after taking that advice, I did some research and found out about this space called advertising, which I had never heard of. Now, ironically, I had over six years of sales experience at 22, but I had never realized that there was a world around us that literally was driven by ads. Everywhere you go, whether it's on TV, on a billboard, in a at magazine, there's an advertisement right in front of you, and someone was making it. So I took a job as an executive assistant where I would be um, assisting seven creative directors and one general manager for the beautiful price of $38,000 a year, <laughs> where my job was to get coffee, manage schedules, and do expenses, and even almost going to Paris. <laughs> this is a true story. <laughs> the pay was terrible, but the experience was invaluable. I got to see how some of the biggest campaigns in the world were created, and I decided to add to my long list of things that I wanted to do that I wanted to be a creative director. And so I worked my way up building my portfolio and I made a deal with this agency that if I kept working there under these conditions, they had to let me build my book. So I worked there for two years, I learned everything I needed to learn from them, and then I quit. <laughs> I got a real job in advertising and simultaneously I was still recording and writing songs for independent artists before I decided that I would soon put out my own music. Eventually, 10 plus years, <laughs> I finally actually did become a creative director. And I realized that there are different ways that I can still trivialize my parents as to what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> they had no idea what exactly a creative director or anyone in advertising did, but at least I was making a little bit of money. I realized also that in this path, I could still be creative and still be successful doing all the things that I wanted to do. I was still putting out music, I was writing scripts, but there were still different ways in which I felt like I wasn't being, meeting up with my peers because I hadn't done it the way in which I had set out from the beginning. Funny enough, a lot of people in music actually don't make money, which is why you see Snoop Dogg in commercials every other day. <laughs> because the music industry is constantly changing and it's requiring artists to find creative ways to make money outside of their music. You'll see artists getting grant brand campaigns, always looking for ways in which they can have creative partnerships. And now I am actually the person creating it, saying who I want to be in these commercials. I had one more thing that I wanted to do. I said I wanted to make music, I wanted to write scripts, and I wanted to create fashion. And so the easiest way to do that is that I got pregnant. <laughs> There's some things that happen in between that, but for the sake of time, just go with me. <laughs> and I ended up realizing that there was nothing to wear that's for the cool moms who have things to do. And so I started designing clothes, and I started realizing that my creative path didn't have to be one that was making sense to everyone else as long as it made sense to me. I also realized that if your parents ask you to become a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer, 
you don't have to do it, and you can actually be like me. But if you really want to make them happy, you can just marry one. <laughs> that was a stoop story from Tammy Oni about following your heart, even when it means not listening to your parents. We have more information about the Stoop Storytelling series, including upcoming live events and the Stoop podcast at the On the Record page at wypr.org. I'm Melissa Gear in for Sheila Cast. Glad you're with us on the record. Happy Groundhog Day. Stoop.